listening to the Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 158 for the nurse who feels like they're drowning. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love, or back in love, with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. All right, my friends, it's Wednesday. That means a new podcast episode is here for you, and I'm actually recording this the day that it's going to be airing because I had a busy weekend. I did not get the podcast episode recorded ahead of time like I usually do. So, well, sometimes do. Sometimes I'm a little bit last minute. Other times I get it done even like a week or two in advance. That's real good for me. But days like today, it's just coming here to chat with you. And I'm going to get you this podcast episode one way or another. So, I'm excited to talk to you guys today, and it was actually really awesome that I hadn't gotten the episode done because yesterday I went on my Instagram stories and I was like, hey, you guys, what do you need my help with? And it was so awesome getting your responses because it has given me so many ideas and just insights into what you need from me and how I can help you guys. So probably have several podcast episodes worth of ideas just from those conversations from yesterday. And so I'm really grateful for that. I really love hearing from you guys and knowing what you're struggling with so that I can address those specific needs that you have. I love being able to help you with your specific concerns. So today, the topic that we're going to cover is if you feel like you're drowning as a nurse. And I'm not going to address, it's not like one specific response I got from the stories yesterday, but just kind of the overall theme of what I was sensing from all the responses I got is people just feel like they're drowning. Like I asked on my stories too, I said, you know, what's your favorite part about nursing? And it was a little poll sticker. And I said, you know, the first answer was the science. And a couple of people answered that. And the second answer was caring for people. And a bunch of people answered that one. And then the last one was, I'm struggling to love nursing right now. And almost 50% of people chose that answer. So between the conversations I had with people yesterday and the response to that poll, I'm feeling like you guys are kind of drowning right now and you need some life preservers. You need a boost out of the water or something to help you feel like you can make it down the river. So we're going to talk about the river of misery today. And this is a concept I've talked about before on the podcast. It was a podcast episode quite a while back. I think it was episode number 43, which is titled the river of misery. But I want to bring that back and talk to you about it today because it's been a long time and I want to look at it in a different way. So if you are intrigued by this idea of the river of misery and maybe you feel like you're going through some transitions in parts of your life and you want to dive deeper into that, then go listen to episode 43 after you finish this episode. But let me explain what I mean by the river of misery first of all. So in our lives, 
sometimes we feel like we're just hanging out in kind of our comfort zone. Things aren't changing too much and things are never perfect, right? So we're just in a situation in our life and we're just kind of used to the typical discomfort of that situation. And it feels familiar to us. And maybe you feel kind of stagnant, but it's normal. Or maybe you're enjoying it, but you're you're not in moving water. So I like to think of this as the pond of misery. There's no flowing water from the pond. It's just staying there. And we're used to that situation. So when I think about nursing, like before the pandemic, I think we were kind of in a pond of misery, right? Like I started Bold Nurse Society before the pandemic. I could see that there was a need for nurses with their mental and emotional health before the pandemic, but we were just in a pond of misery. It was like, this is the norm of nursing, feeling like... We didn't always have the staff or the resources we need, feeling stressed out or overwhelmed, but it was a level that was uncomfortable, but we were comfortable with that discomfort, if that makes sense, right? Like it was the norm for us. But now, like since the pandemic especially, I feel like we have entered what I call the river of misery. So this is where there is change, like rivers. Think about a river. It's moving water. Sometimes there are rapids. It's bumpy to ride down a river. So now we're in what's called the river of misery, where the pandemic kind of took us out of the pond and presented all these new challenges, new discomforts, intensified some of the old things, and really brought these struggles and this rapid change into our lives and into the nursing world. Okay. Now for many of us, this is uncomfortable. In a lot of the messages I got the other day, people mentioned things like feeling hopeless, feeling despair, feeling discouraged. So it's not just like stress and overwhelm anymore. You see how it's intensified hopelessness, discouragement, despair, like those are some intense emotions. So we've gone from our typical discomfort and now we're in this river of misery where things feel even harder and it's changing and it's rapid and can feel kind of scary. So I want to just take a moment here to say that I don't think this is a bad thing. I know it's uncomfortable I know it feels overwhelming and hard and challenging, especially when you don't know where the river's going or when you're going to be out of the river. But I want you to know why I don't think this is a bad thing. I think that where we're headed on this river is somewhere better. Remember how I said we were in the pond of misery before? Some of us are like, can't we just go back to the pond? It was safe and predictable and not perfect, but comfortable there. Can't we just go back there? But I'm like, no, why do we want to go back there? Let's ride the river. Let's see where this river is taking us. And I believe that it's taking us somewhere even better. Okay. Because sometimes we have to go through some turbulence. We have to have some discomfort in order for things to improve. Like if you think about, have you ever had a relationship where maybe 
you get in a fight with someone. Maybe it's a close friend or your partner. And maybe before this interaction, you were in a pond of misery in this relationship. Like there were things that were bothering you and you were getting irritated about it, but you'd kind of sweep it under the rug and you were just kind of pretending, like pretending everything was fine, even though it wasn't fine. But then you have this confrontation with them, or you have these conversations that are really vulnerable and it can be super uncomfortable. Maybe you tell them some things that they're doing that you have a problem with or that you would like to change. And they tell you some things that they're struggling with in the relationship and some things that you've done that maybe hurt their feelings. And all of this gets brought to the surface. And at first it feels really messy and awful right? But that's what vulnerability is. It's finding what are the problems. It's not just trying to bury the problems. It's bringing them all to the surface. And that's what you have to do. You have to bring them to the surface so that you can take a look at them so you can work through them. But that's all the river of misery part. That's the really messy part where it's all just there in front of you and raw. And there are all these emotions and feelings and you're trying to make sense of it all. That part is really messy and can be hard. But have you gotten through that part before in your relationships? Have you gotten through that part and been like, wow, we are so much closer now. That's where true connection happens in our relationships. It's not when we just bury the problems. It's when we bring them to the surface and work through them that we grow deeper connections in our relationships. So though you go through this river of misery, it can bring your relationship to a whole new level, to somewhere even better. You don't want to go back to the pond where you were just burying it all and sweeping it under the rug. You want to go through the river and get to an even better place. It's not going to be perfect. There's still going to be issues in the relationship and issues in anything in our lives after we go through the river of misery. Never expect perfection. You're just setting yourself up for failure if that's what you're hoping for. But it's a new level. And I think that's where we're headed in nursing. But right now we are in this situation in this river of misery where all the problems are right in front of us. We have unburied them. We have brought them to the forefront. We've put them on center stage and we're like, okay, here's our mess. Now we got to work through it. We got to figure some things out. And when we do, will get somewhere even better. So that is what I truly believe. And it's up to you. You can decide what you want to believe. You can decide if you want to believe we're headed somewhere terrible or somewhere even better. It's all just a story you get to make up in your mind. But I find when I believe we're going somewhere even better, then I feel more hopeful. Then I'm like, okay, it's worth working through the challenges. Now, Even though I think there's hope as we get through the other side of the river, I know many of you feel like you're drowning in the meantime. So that's what I want to help you with now. And we're going to kind of use this water analogy, river analogy, to help you survive the river of misery. And not just survive, like, it's not that I just don't want you to drown and, like, get to the end of the river all ragged and beaten up, but like, you survived, you made it. That's not what I want for you. I want you to get 
through the river of misery, through this transition in nursing, and actually have thrived in the process, to feel fulfilled, to have enjoyed riding down the river at times, not all the time, right? We're not going to expect to be happy 100% of the time, but I want you to have enjoyed parts of the river and maybe felt some fear and concern in parts of the river, but to get through it and be like really proud of yourself. Like if you've ever gone rafting down a river, we've got a huge river. It's called the Rogue River that runs through where I live. And I went rafting on it before. And there are times on the river that I did feel scared. I was like, oh my gosh, that looks terrifying. I don't know how we're going to navigate it. And other times I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. But then when we got to the end of it, I was like, I'd do it again. I'm proud of myself for going through the hard parts and the fun parts and for overcoming the challenges that we overcame. That was awesome. I feel proud. And that's how I want you to feel as we go through this transition in nursing. Okay, so I want to give you the tools to do that. So I've got several ways that we can make navigating the river easier, more enjoyable, safer mentally and emotionally, and get through it. Okay, so the first one is you could just decide to get out of the river. Okay, so this is what I often hear people recommending is to just quit nursing. They're like, leave nursing, get out of the river. Now, I want you to know as we go through these options, I'm not telling you what the best option is and what you should do. I don't know for you personally. Okay, so for some of you guys, maybe getting out of the river, leaving nursing, finding a different profession or or not working or whatever, that might be the best thing for you. I am not here to make that decision for you, but I want to give you lots of options so that you can make the choice that feels healthy and right for you. Okay, so I will mention that getting out of the river, leaving nursing is always an option. Okay, so just because I'm a coach for nurses, I think a lot of people think I'd be biased. I'd be like, you should never leave nursing. You have to stay in nursing. That's the best thing. But I don't know the best thing for every person. So for some of you, it could be leaving the profession. Now, what I will say is that as a coach, I have seen people make huge transformations. People who think there might not be hope for them, who think maybe my only option to be happy is to leave nursing. I have seen those people use these other tools and things I'm going to mention today and tools I teach in Bold Nurse Society to make a huge like 180 change where they're like, oh my gosh, I had thought the only option was to leave nursing because I didn't realize all these other things. I didn't have all these other strategies to navigate the river. And now that I do, I'm so glad I stayed. I'm so glad I went on the ride. Okay. So that's one option. You can get out of the river. Another option is you can change boats. So this would be changing jobs. And again, I don't know what's right for you. You can decide to do that. Like some people might be like, okay, the boat I'm on right now is falling apart. It is not safe. I don't feel comfortable on this boat. I don't trust the people driving this boat. I'm having a really hard time 
This is not safe. We are sinking. I'm going to go get on that boat. So you can do that. That is totally an option. But the thing is, sometimes we think it's a problem with our boat, but we don't realize that another job is going to have its own issues. It's going to have its own challenges. So even though it might look prettier and shinier or whatever, it might not be. Okay, so we have to be careful to not just change boats all the time because we still might be uncomfortable. Like if you don't know how to swim and you have seasickness, then regardless of whatever boat you're on, you might still be pretty uncomfortable. But there are some situations where I would say if you're like, this is a toxic job. And I've got a podcast episode, you can look it up because I don't know the number off the top of my head, called Toxic Jobs. And if you're like, this is a toxic job. This is one where I feel like I'm being emotionally abused. I feel unsafe. I don't feel like I can care for patients in a way that upholds my values and morals. And it's not a place where I want to be happy. Like even if I managed all these things with myself, it just, it feels like a situation where I just don't even want to be happy in this situation because of my morals and values. Okay. So that would be what I'm talking about when I'm saying like the boat is falling apart. Whereas some people are like, okay, I'm on this speedboat and there are people going by on a yacht and I'm like, oh, that one looks fancier. You can switch to the yacht if you want to. That might be more enjoyable for you, but also you might still be uncomfortable if you have seasickness and all of those things. Like if you haven't worked on yourself is what I want to talk about next, okay? So those two first categories that I gave you, those two options, are changing the circumstance, okay? So we can't really change the river. Like we can't change that there are a certain number of nurses in the world willing to work and a certain number of jobs and a certain number of patients needing care and how those patients behave. Like all of that would be the river. That's just like what is there? What's happening in nursing and in the world right now? We can't change all of that immediately at least. Like we can make progress on it for sure, but we can't change all of that immediately. But the two options I gave you are changing your circumstances in a way that change your experience on the river. So one is just getting out of the river, right? And the other is changing your boat. So that is changing your circumstances. The next category of options I want to give you, these are all about changing yourself. Because if you feel like you're drowning in the river, then maybe you want to get better at swimming. Or maybe you want to equip yourself with tools so that you can go down the river safely. And like I said, enjoy it at times and handle the challenges that come up. Okay, so that's what our our next options are. So the first way you can do that is by lightening your load. If you feel like you're drowning in the river, It could be because you have a lot of baggage, a lot of heaviness that you're trying to take with you down the river and it's not necessary. So imagine you're trying to swim down a river and you're carrying all these weights. 
It's going to be a lot harder, right? And at times you're going to feel like I'm sinking. I can't go on. And I want to tell you that you can drop the weights. You can let go of those rocks you're carrying. You can let go of all that baggage. So here's what I mean by this. As you're going about your shifts, you're probably feeling a whole bunch of different emotions about things going on with your patients, about yourself as a nurse, about what's going on at your facility. You've got all these emotions coming up for you, right? Now, some of those emotions feel uncomfortable. Maybe you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed or irritated or resentful or shame. So all these emotions that you're feeling, these uncomfortable ones, it's like weight that you're carrying with you throughout your shift. Okay? Now, some of this weight we want to take with us. Like if you're going on a trip, going down the river, going on your boat, you might want to have some supplies in your boat. You're like, oh, this is a long journey. I want food in my boat. I want blankets. I want towels. I want hygiene supplies, right? Like these are the things that we're taking with us that aren't necessarily like super fun things. Like, oh my gosh, this is like all the stuff for the party on the boat. Like, no, this is just like the essentials that you're going to bring with you, but it is adding weight to your load. Okay. Now, some of our uncomfortable emotions would fall into that category where it's like, these are necessary. This is how I want to feel in this situation. And other emotions are extra weight. It's literally like we're just putting boulders into our boat And then we're like, oh my gosh, this boat is sinking. It's so heavy. What are we going to do? There must be, and we think there must be a problem with the boat. There must be a problem with the river. And it's like, no, there's just a whole bunch of extra baggage in here that you don't need. So let me give you some examples of this. So some emotions that you might want to feel as a nurse that are uncomfortable are things like grief, right? Like we see people suffering all the time. We see people who are really sick. We see people lose loved ones, or we see people lose their quality of life and grieving things that they love to do and they can't do those things anymore. And the image of what they had for their life is changing. So we see some things that are sad that we actually want to be sad about. Like if we went to our shifts and those things were happening and we just felt joyful all the time, It'd be kind of weird and creepy and not human. Feeling sadness when we see people suffering is human. We want to feel that way. That's us at our best. And allowing ourselves to feel those emotions is cleansing. It helps us process the experience. So we want to feel that. And so that would be like some supplies on your boat. It's like, okay, this is adding weight, but it's necessary. I want to keep it. Or when you're taking on a group of patients and you know the acuity of those patients and what those patients need and how much time it's going to take to give them the care that you think they deserve, you might want to feel some concern if you don't feel like you can do that, right? Like we want to feel concerned when we're like, okay, this patient needs this care and I can't give it to them. 
We don't want that to go away. We don't want to be like, oh, that's not a big deal. It's all good. We want to be like, oh my gosh, this is a problem. I want to hold on to this thought that this is a problem. And we can feel some concern and again, maybe some grief, some sadness. All of that is really useful. And though we're choosing to add that weight to our bag, like we're choosing to think of those things as a problem, we want to keep doing it. We want to keep thinking about it that way because when we're labeling it as a problem, then we're looking for solutions for it. Okay. But then in addition to that necessary weight we have in our boat, we're adding even more. We're adding the boulders, the rocks, the stuff that isn't useful to us. It isn't helpful. It's causing us to sink. So for instance, in one of the messages I got on Instagram the other day, this nurse was saying how she's having a really hard time because she knows that there's very real huge problems in nursing right now. Now, I want you to know that that is a boulder you're putting in your boat. And I'm not saying this to pick on that nurse. I'm saying this because I know many of you are thinking a similar thought. You're thinking there are very real, huge problems in nursing. Now, that just feels like the truth. It feels like we're just making an observation of the world. And many of your coworkers would agree with that, right? You might even hear that on the news sometimes. So we're like, clearly that's a fact that there are huge real problems in nursing. But even though it feels really true and it feels really important even, I want you to think that thought and notice what emotions does it create for you? Does it make you feel lighter? Does it make you feel more hopeful and more capable? Or is it weighing you down? So what I said for, you know, I said, I think it's a boulder in the boat. I think that is a very heavy thought. There are huge, real problems in nursing. For me, if I think that thought, like even if I was taking a bubble bath, right? Like doing something totally relaxing, I would not feel relaxed if I was playing that sentence in my brain. Like if I think there are real huge problems in anything, like there are real huge problems in the world, I feel despair. I feel heaviness, right? Like if I thought there are real huge problems in my marriage, that is so overwhelming. So that thought, even though it feels really important and A lot of people might be offering that to you, like, here's this boulder, put it on your boat. I want you to see that it's weighing you down. And when you feel that heaviness and that overwhelm and that despair, then it's so much harder to do anything. Like you're going about your shift and you're carrying this boulder And so just doing the basics of your shift, like doing the med pass, carrying that heaviness is so much harder. And addressing your patient's needs, like if you have a patient who's jumping out of bed, then going and keeping them safe and helping them feels so much more difficult when we're carrying that boulder with us. So pay attention to what you're putting in your boat, to what sentences you're playing in your mind. 
and the emotions they're creating for you. Because you don't have to keep that boulder. You can decide, this is just weighing me down. I'm done thinking about it this way. I'm going to dump it off. It's going back in the water. Everyone else can carry that boulder if they want to, but I'm not. Okay? And if you need some help letting those kinds of things go, those thoughts that just feel so true to you, then bring it to me in coaching. Okay, especially you Bold Nurse Society members who are here. If you're not in Bold Nurse Society, go get on the wait list. But for you Bold Nurse Society members, bring it to me in coaching and I will help you dump those boulders back into the river because they're just weighing you down. You don't have to carry that with you. Okay. Now, the is this the last one I wanted to mention? Oh, no, I've got two more. Okay, so the next one is stop trying to swim upstream. Stop trying to paddle your boat upstream. So what I mean by this is let's stop resisting the river. Let's stop fighting against it. Okay, so this might be fighting against what's going on in the world of nursing and healthcare or at your facility. So again, bringing up the number of nurses in the world. I don't like to use the words nursing shortage because I think that creates a lot of fear for people. But when we talk about the number of staff that your facility has versus what you think it needs and the acuity of your patients, we think that's a problem, right? Now, I'm okay with you keeping the idea that that is a problem, that that's not something that you want, that you don't think it's the best situation. But when we think we're having this problem in the world of nursing and we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be experiencing this problem, now we're trying to swim upstream. We're trying to go against the river. So what I'm saying is, what if we keep the idea, there are some bumps, there are some rapids in this river. Like there are some problems and maybe a log that we need to go around and things we need to navigate. Let's keep the idea that these things aren't ideal and they're problems. But let's not add to it that we shouldn't be having these problems, right? Like if you're going down a river and there's a log in front of you and you're just like, oh, there shouldn't be a log there. You're just going to run into it. Like the, the log is not going to move for you. You're just going to be discouraged. And if you try to swim upstream, then you're just fighting this uphill battle and you're going to get pounded in the face with a bunch of water. <laughs> so let's stop trying to swim upstream. Let's just go with the river. So instead of saying, this is what's happening right now and it shouldn't be happening and that's so bad and scary and we need to get rid of it. We'll be like, no, this is what's happening right now. Now what are we going to do? How are we going to navigate the river? And again, that might be lightening our load. That might be working to get around the logs. But let's stop fighting against the river because you're going to lose every time. Okay? The other way to let go of resistance and to stop fighting against the river is to stop resisting your emotions. You're gonna have a lot of emotions as a nurse, right? We talked about some of them. There's the, the necessary uncomfortable ones and then the extra really heavy ones. We're gonna experience all of that. Now, sometimes we resist those emotions and we think we shouldn't have them. We think it's a problem for us to be stressed out or it's a problem for us to feel grief. It's a problem for us to feel insecure. 
And when we do that, again, it's like we're paddling upstream because it's like, this is what's happening. That's the river flowing. These emotions are happening right now. So we can either fight against them and tell ourselves we shouldn't be having them, that they're a problem, that there's something wrong with us, or we can lean into the emotions. And this is what I help you do in Boulder Society. One of our very first lessons is about actually feeling your emotions and really understanding what that means. Because when we know how to feel our emotions, we don't have to panic and freak out and try to swim uphill against them. We can just go with them. And that's how we get through them. So I think of the kids song or game or whatever you want to call it, that like we're going on a bear hunt. Have you heard that before? I've got two little kids. So <laughs> so kids books and kids songs often come to my mind. My life is immersed in the world of parenting. But I know not all of you guys are parents here, but hopefully since you were a child once yourself, I feel like this is kind of a classic. Maybe you'll remember this, but there's a little song that I sing with my kids and I used to sing it when I was in preschool too that says you're going on a bear hunt. And as you go on this bear hunt, you come across all these obstacles out in nature. So it could be a swamp or a forest. And so what they say in the song is you can't go over it. You can't go under it. You've got to go through it. But for many of us, when we're going on our journeys, we come up to this mountain, this emotion that's uncomfortable, and we're like, how do I get around this? How can I stop feeling this? I want to just go over it. How can I go over insecurity as a new nurse and just skip this part? Or can I go under it? Can I go around it? Like, I just want to do anything but go through this emotion. And that's not how it works, you guys. We just have to go through the emotion. We have to experience it. You can't go over it. You can't go under it. You got to go through it. You got to go through those emotions. And when you know how to do that properly, it's not scary. I know we think uncomfortable emotions are terrifying and dangerous. But really what's so uncomfortable is you've been resisting your emotions for so long. You're swimming upstream. But let's let go. Let's go with the river. Go with your emotions. It's okay. It's safe. I promise. And I'll teach you how to do it. All right. Now, the last thing I want to add to help you navigate the river is, remember, these are these this category that we're talking about, these three things, are ways that you can strengthen yourself or change yourself to navigate the river better. We talked about two ways to change the circumstance. These ones are changing yourself. So the first I said was lighten your load, right? Dump those boulders off your boat. Now stop trying to swim upstream. And then this last one is take some swimming lessons and get some seasickness medication. Wear a life jacket. Add those things to yourself that are going to make it easier for you. So I haven't spent a ton of time on boats other than my senior year of college. 
one of my last semesters in college, I went on a study abroad program and you guys, it, it sounds like a dream when I talk about it because it, it, this was my first time out of the country, but I went on this study abroad program called Semester at Sea and you live on what used to be a cruise ship. So you live on a big ship for three months and travel to different countries. So we went all around the globe. We started in Montreal, and then we went to Morocco, Ghana, South Africa, Mauritius, Malaysia, Vietnam, China, Japan, Costa Rica, and Honduras. So it was amazing. It was my first time out of the country, like I said, I got to sample all these places. It was magical. But it was my first time on a boat, and really the only time I've spent long periods on a boat, and so I didn't know how I would respond to it. And fortunately, I didn't get terribly seasick. But there were a couple times, I remember once I was sitting in class, just listening to my professor lecturing, and the boat's just swaying. And I started to feel myself like literally like turn green. So I ended up just like running out of the room and yeah, didn't feel great. So when I had those times of seasickness, I was so grateful that I had something called a scopalamine patch, which is just a little medication patch that you put behind your ear, and it took the seasickness away. And so while, yes, I could have just kept going on this trip and felt seasick and miserable the whole time, it wasn't necessary for me to do that. And I want you to know that there's so much suffering you're experiencing right now that is not necessary. You just need the tools and the training and the guidance. You are totally capable of navigating this river. I really believe that. I believe that you are strong enough. You just don't have all the tools, right? You don't have maybe the training that you need. I talked about becoming a better swimmer. Maybe you can learn how to swim better. And I don't mean just learn how to be a nurse better as far as the skills and the hands-on experience, but learning real skills and tools like psychology-proven skills and tools that are going to help you manage your emotions, manage the stress, manage the grief and the overwhelm. So that's what I can help you do. Strengthen yourself, prepare yourself, give yourself that advantage so you can navigate this river with skill. That's what I was talking about with not just getting to the end of the river and being like, okay, I made it. I survived. Thank goodness I didn't actually drown. By having the skills and the knowledge, that's how you get to the end of the river and you're so proud of yourself. And you're like, look how far I've come. That was hard, but it was amazing. And as you do that, what I've loved the most, I think, about seeing my nurses in Bold Nurse Society is that they might start off where they feel like they're drowning in the river. And then they build these skills where they get more comfortable and they take care of themselves and they feel more secure on the river. And then once they do that, then they're able to start building the boat strengthening the boat, say, hey, these are where I'm seeing problems with this boat or teaching other people how to swim. Like that's when they become leaders. I love hearing from my Boulder Society members what they're doing now 
because so many of them have stepped up as leaders, whereas before they were like just trying to survive, trying to get by. But it's like how they say on an airplane, like, first secure your own oxygen mask before helping others. That's what they've done. They've been like, okay, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to put on my oxygen mask. I'm going to do what I can to be safe and balanced and healthy and whole. And now I actually have the energy. Now that I'm done swimming upstream and carrying all these burdens, I have the energy and the skills to help others. And that, my friends, is how you don't just not drown, but you can actually thrive. So you're not alone on this river. You've got a lot of support, a lot of help here for you, a lot of tools available for you to utilize. So my friends, if you are not in Boldner Society, go get on the wait list. And I would love to give you those tools So you can go down this river with confidence. So you can feel proud of yourself and look back at the journey and just be so amazed at what you overcame and how far you've come. So to get on the wait list, you can go to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash BNS waitlist. Okay, so like Bold Nurse Society waitlist. And you've got to make sure you type the W's in when you put the URL into the web browser. So it's www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash BNS waitlist. Please do not let yourself drown. I would honestly rather see you get out of the river than to let yourself drown mentally and emotionally. But I want you to know that those aren't the only two options. You don't have to get out of the river or drown. There are so many other things, just like we talked about in this entire episode. There are so many ways for you to become more mentally and emotionally safe and secure and help you navigate this river with confidence. So I am here for you to help you do that. All right, have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you later. Take care. Take care.